Welcome to Coys in the Herd, Season 1, Episode 33. My name's Mark, I'm joined by Ravi, Bonesy, Terence and Jay. If you're new to this podcast, catch us on Facebook, Instagram and we're on Twitter as well. Just search Coys in the Herd and you'll find us. Yeah, like I don't even know where to start with this one to be honest. A lot's happened in a lot's happened since the last podcast, and a lot's happened mm-hmm. in the last twenty four hours. Like it keeps changing, like it keeps changing, like every fucking half hour or so. So it's it's hard to know where to go in. I guess we just start at the beginning with the game, the game against Newcastle, and yeah, just trying to rev, rev. What's your feelings in that first twenty minutes? I'm interested to hear what you was feeling, thinking, and feeling when them goals were just flying in. I, it was it was really weird. I I couldn't stop watching. Like it was almost like like that Simpsons meme where it's like, stop it, he's already dead. Like we were killed in like the first minute, and yeah, I, I just I couldn't stop. Like I was just like, what is going on? This is the worst sort of football I've ever seen anywhere. Like power league, uh, like eleven aside, whatever. Like it's the worst display from footballers that I've ever seen. And even like the Newcastle crowd, they they were like hyping, like partying before the game and made an atmosphere. And they were shocked at how shit we were that the atmosphere died. And yeah, fucking like, I've just never seen anything like it. And I'm sure we're going to like kind of dive into it, but they just, there's no tactics. It's not about tactics. It's those players literally did not give a shit. And yeah, I didn't even feel anger. Like I just felt like a bit of like, this is so expected. Like this is such a thing that I've expected to happen for a while and it's happened. And I like, it's just sad, I guess. Terrence, like when, at what point did you just kind of, what was that? Was that, was that <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> that was a big, a big gulp. No, slurp, slurp. Something just happened. All right. Oh, this... oh man, sorry. That's all right, man. You, you get your hydration. You don't worry about us, man. There's more important things than, than the Spurs. Um, Terence, like, at what point did you just think, like, I'm, I'm assuming, did you stick around and watch it? Did you watch the whole game or did you just fuck it off? I didn't go to it. I, I watched it at home, but um, over my uh, mate around the corner's house. And like um, Rav was saying, obviously, right at the beginning, it's like before you knew it, everything unfolded. I was actually shitting myself because um, I was like, what if they just keep scoring? Imagine they just kept going and didn't stop at five. I was, I was like, imagine <laughs> double digits. I was like, fuck me, man. If this carries on, I, what's going to happen? I was genuinely shitting myself. But um, obviously, but then obviously Sanchez came on and said he'd the ship. So good lad. No. Yeah, well, I, I, that's, that's that's what happened, isn't it? The irony of it, away. Um, uh, Jay, like, what, what? How much trouble are we in? Like, how much trouble are we in at the moment? Like, I mean. How did you feel about it after the game? And what 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 do you think is the the grand, the big issue here? Like, and, and how much yeah, how much trouble are we in? 
I think uh, we've covered it loads on the pods that uh, keeping Stellini on, who, uh, for all we know, we've never heard of this geezer, but he's Conte's man. Keeping him on was just going to keep Conte's tactics. So it was never really a good idea. And if you're going to keep an interim, you should have just given it to Mason. So for me, that is the only thing that we can take as a positive is that, okay, cool. They can all fuck off now and let's just hope it can't get any worse. Um, yeah, with the game, I think it, I was saying to you the other day, at 2-0, I, I was angry. The first one, I was like, you fucking pricks. And then the second one, I, mean, I was like, no, I'm done, turn it over. And then I had a little word for myself and I thought, you know, there's still a long way to go. It can't get any worse. And, uh, and then it just became funny after that. Every goal that went in, it was just like, okay, this is, this is going to get a lot worse. Um, I think, especially with the shit that's come out today, that was a humbling, right? And losing, was it 6-1? That's terrible. But being 5-0 down in 20 minutes, that, that's, that's unheard of. So it can't get any worse than that, or it shouldn't. I- I, I honestly like I was watching it and like everyone was and I'm sure I felt exactly the same as you guys did and everyone did and uh, probably not even half as bad as the people that travelled up there fair fucks to them and even the ones that fucked off after 20 minutes like fair fucks like you've, you've made your way all up there and you know if, the, if you get to decide when you've had enough and, and, and if 20 minutes after 20 minutes like I'm surprised you lasted that long I probably would have walked out 3-0 if, if I'm honest and probably just got pissed up in, in Newcastle somewhere just smashing bare Greggs but you know fair play to them them guys that did stick around and you know after Kane scored they were singing you could hear you could only hear them yeah. for, a, for a small period yeah. of the game Bonesy like how, how do you even process that? Like, how do you even process that first twenty minutes? Like, what, what, how? Do you know what I mean? I, I purposely come to you last because I always make the mistake of coming to you like maybe first or second, and I always think I should have got a bonus you last because yeah, <laughs> your your analogies and the way you process things is is pretty good. So I thought I'd come purposely come to you last in this one. Well, I yeah, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. Um, felt like you know sometimes like when you're just before you fall asleep, right? You, you've banged down a load of cheese and wine and stuff like that. And just before you sleep, you start having these mad sort of fucking dreams and where you're semi like lucid. And I was like, am I fucking actually seeing like, is this in my imagination? Is this what I'm fucking watching here? Cause this is fucking, this is unbelievable what we're watching here. Like it was just like every attack, just goal after goal. And in the end, I was just, I was laughing. I was laughing to myself like it was comical. And it was just, I couldn't believe what I was saying. Couldn't believe what I was saying. How, how much of it is, how much of it is how good Newcastle were? How much of it is how shit we were defensively and the formation? Like, fair play. Like, I said in my unpopular opinions last week that I wanted to see a back four. Oh, it wasn't the exact team that I chose, but I did say I wanted to see a back four, and that was the back four that I wanted to see. That I, I said it, and and you know, lots of people have been calling for back fours. I was I was listening to podcast a podcast earlier, the extra inch. Both uh, both uh, two of the hosts on there, they were calling for back four, um, and when the team sheet was announced that they were playing a back four, you could go in the comments on Facebook or on or on Insta or wherever it was when they announced it on the official uh, Spurs page. Everybody was was coming in their pants at the the prospect of us playing a back four. Like they couldn't believe it. they were well excited. But 
you can't play a back four when you can't play a back five, surely. You know, you don't play a back five against Bournemouth and ship free and then play a back four against one of the best teams in the league at the moment and when two two of your four defenders are not actually defenders. Um, but yeah, what what I'll come to uh, I'll come to Terence on this one. How much of it was us being shit and unorganised and not preparing properly, and how much of it was, and obviously Larice not not using his hands anymore for whatever reason that is, and not even diving at some points, and how much of it was Newcastle? Like where 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 can we? Is there is there some solace to take from Newcastle just being too good? A little bit. I mean, they 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 did play pretty well. They their goals they took very well. I mean, on other days, um, they could have skied them, they could have missed them. So they just took all their chances straight away. So rather than stretch over again, they'd done it within like the first, I think I was saying before, isn't it? This, this back four, we'll find out within 60 seconds whether it'll work or not. And um, that's what happened. And obviously it didn't work and no one could adapt. But like you said, we literally called four, it, yeah. it. We literally yeah. called it. I think it was, uh, we were a little, well, I think we were a bit late actually. Well, you said You said five minutes and then probably Sanchez is going to come on. I think it was 20 minutes, wasn't it? They wait till 5 0. I, I don't know if I said that, but yeah, I, I just knew that. I just knew that the back. When I saw the, the formation, I was like, okay, let's let's get, give it a go. But then when you, obviously in hindsight, you look back and you're like, how can you have a. When you play a back four, you generally play with four defenders. We had two defenders out of four, and it just. They didn't know what to do. They didn't know how to react. Um, and again, it just got away with us, but obviously. It was their pain to see. You can't really can't really add anything to it. But Newcastle, they played well. They'd done what they needed to do. They were they were right on us at the start and they put away their goal straight away. It was like a training session for them, which they seemed like it was casual. They just done what they'd done and we we couldn't cope with it. Yeah, I mean for for me, like Larice has to take the blame for a couple of the goals. I think he should have saved saved two of them, you know, or probably probably three if I'm if I'm totally honest. But Maybe not three, but definitely at fault for 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 three of the goals, in my opinion. Rav, what, what do you make of Larice's performance in in that opening twenty minutes or opening half? Because you know, if you believe what people are saying, he didn't want to come out in the second half. I mean, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, <clears throat> obviously we were five down, but when Forster came on, we were we were better, right? We were better playing out of the back. We kept the ball a bit better. I mean, I think on this podcast we were sort of saying, don't drop. Forster, um, they don't put Larice straight back in, and I think Larice is kind of. I don't know what's wrong with him. I don't know if like losing the World Cup has like broken him a little bit, or he is just like finished. I, I don't. I, I don't know how a keeper can decline that badly, but yeah, it's also bad that he's our captain as well because he's dropping all these clangers in, and we need someone to rally the troops and and get us back into just sort of keeping it tight for twenty minutes. If he keeps fucking up, no wonder he didn't want to come out. And I imagine someone's called him out. Like I, we saw in the All or Nothing documentary how they sort of talk to each other at halftime, and there's no way that he wasn't getting pelters for how bad he was. He was really bad, and I think I think that might be the last we see of him. Unfortunately, a sad a sad end to a, a Tottenham great. Let's get it right. But yeah, he's he's been bad this season, and. I, I don't even really blame him because when he signed that new contract, he said he was going to help find a new keeper. And we haven't really done that. There's no understudy for him. Force is like his age, if anything. So, yeah, we've just neglected to replace or 
supplement him with another keeper that he can teach rather than just watching this career just die. It's dead. Like, it's finished. That that second goal from Murphy, like, he didn't even move. Like, he, he was just flat-footed. And I, you look at the angle of the shot. And don't get me wrong, it was a good strike. He's hit, he's hit pretty cleanly. But I think from the distance it's out and the pace the ball's moving, I think Lloris... I think he gets a hand to that if he if he if he's not got his feet planted. Do you know what I mean? Um, he couldn't even believe it. Like he didn't like he couldn't even believe it went in, sort of thing. But it's it's not even that. Like it's not even that. When when it, it, that's one thing, right? He's he he looks like he's he, he's not able to stop shots from going in. You know, he'll make one great save. I think I said it last week. But then all of a sudden, he looks incapable of getting even a hand to anything. It's the other the other part of it is is when he's in goal and you it, it's more noticeable after watching four star. Everyone else looks well shaky when he's in goal. They're coming a lot closer because they're a lot less confident in his first touch and his ability to, to take the ball and, and then move it along. Um, yeah, I don't know, Luis. I, I don't know. I think you're right. I think this might be be the last we see of him. Uh, good cameo from Sanchez. I think he came on instead of the ship again. How do you steady a ship that's five 0 down? And I don't know what that. Do you know what I mean? Like. The, the ship sunk. All you're doing is swimming. You're, you're, you're Jack at the end of the Titanic, just falling off that fucking door. It's like the Looking... go to Champions League. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, look, we, we the second half we came out, we, we kept on and we played. Uh, I don't know. Let's move. Let's, let's, let's. I mean, I don't, we don't need to relive every fucking goal. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't really. I don't know how to, to approach it. I don't. I was looking at it. I was looking at my notes. I don't know how to approach it. I don't know what's what's the best thing to talk about. We don't need to relive the game. You know, I mean, but Stellini's gone on the back of it. I think that was kind of obvious that was going to happen. Mason's now the is now the uh, the interim interim coach, and it's like. Uh, yeah, someone posted that only at Spurs could you sack a manager and get their assistant in, then sack that 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 guy and get his assistant in. That's is that I don't think that's ever happened anywhere. But yeah, I mean we're we're, we're all for breaking that's records. The first, it? Yeah. So what do you what do you make of Mason, uh, Jay? What, what do you think? Do you think that's the way? To, I mean, I don't know what the options were, but what are you thinking about that? How's it going to go for us this week with Mason? That's the thing, there are no options, isn't it? And if you're going to sack a manager and just get someone in interim for the rest of the season... Harry said he wanted it, man. Gigs. Harry Redknapp said that he wanted it. Yeah, I want it. Everyone wants it. That ain't got a fucking clue. But anyone in the know don't want it. Um, yeah, uh, Mason doesn't offend me, so whatever. But He's he plays differently, isn't it? Like, he, he, when, when he plays differently to these Italian fellas. Yeah, I think... I saw something today that said... Uh, he he beat Nuno 2-0, but it was like the XG was like 3-0 or some shit. And then we gave the job to Nuno. It was like it doesn't matter what he does. I'm I'm sure he did well, apart from the final. I'm sure he done alright. So it, it doesn't matter, does it? I think he I saw hopefully stat- can galvanize them for United and Liverpool and then whatever. I think Let's the see. stats today when I looked at him, I think it was played seven, one four, lost two, draw two, or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I can wear that, man. How many games are left? Five. Calm, man. Yeah, but, I mean, we got, we got, we got the next three games are pretty, pretty difficult. I don't know, but you know, Adjuretti is going to set up Bones. Adjuretti is going to come out and stick to the, to the, to the two managers he's worked under in, in Jose. And did he work under Nuno as well? I can't remember. I can't remember whether he was under Nuno. I don't think anyone I cares don't... about Nuno, do they? 
<laughs> everyone's just everyone's just forgotten about it, it? No one gives a shit about Nuno. Fucking hell. I mean, formation wise, I I think yeah. I think he should still stick with a five. Because like just to see it out until the end of the season, because um Royals out, so you haven't got that sort of right back or left what is he? Why or left back? Right back. Um and yeah, I think we'd stick to a three because they've been since Conte was there, they've been drilled playing this three five formation, um three or three four three formation and they've been drilled so I think we should just stick with that for the for the rest of the season just get get to the end of the season and yeah reassess it in the summer because yeah playing a four at the back with Perisic and fucking Poro and let's face it Poro it's a bit everyone's like there's a lot of pundits slating him um, but do you know what I mean? He's only been with us five minutes. Do you know what I mean? And he's seen a... Do you know what I mean? His first game, he had fucking Tim Sherwood calling him out. And then he started to do all right. And with all the turmoil, I think we just need... Uh, right, let's just... By hook or by crook, let's get through to the end of the season. Yeah, yeah he's I definitely mean, in front of the deep end, Poro. Yeah, he's, he's getting a lot of stick. And... Same as Perisic, really. They're not. They're not wing back. They're not. They're not fullbacks. You know, they're wing backs. They're attack. They're wingers essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That have adjusted yeah, yeah. into a system where they can drop deep if the situation calls for it in 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 a game when you've got to play a lower lower line. But yeah, man. I I felt saying that day. Like, I don't feel we've 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 had to eat our medicine like. Many times over the years, like and most most uh, football supporters have like, have to, do you know what I mean? But over the years, Spurs have had to had to take their medicine many many times. But that was that was something else, like that. And the, the fallout of it is, yeah. I mean, we've we've seen the fallout of it. Daniel Levy's coming out publicly and saying it's his responsibility. And then there's some shit today about some what's this what's this fans association shit? Fan advisory board. Fan advisory board. So what what is that? It's bullshit and it's placating the fans saying, yeah, we're going to listen to you more. We're going to pay more attention to you. Please don't leave us. Please all come to United game. Please buy some beers. But it's, it's like there's, there's been a Tottenham Hotspur trust for, for fucking years and they don't listen to them fuckers and they're literally exactly. get, getting in on the board meetings at, at some... I mean, I don't know if, if Levy is attending these ones. It's just like shit board members, but... Essentially, they get they get a seat on on in these meetings, don't they, Rav? If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, they get, they get actually a seat, don't they? I think they have special meetings that they attend to with the board, but they're not privy to the board meetings. Yeah. But yeah. They're not. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, go on. Yeah, they're not on the board, but they, yeah, they have special meetings. Some of the board members might turn up. Yeah, I got an email today, basically, saying, oh, um, please come to United game. um, No, 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 basically, (laughs) you have to... No, it's a dear Terence, um, this fan, whatever you, what's it called? Fan association. Advisory, thing. I think oh, it is. Yeah, so you can apply, you can apply and then they, I think they randomly pick people from different areas of, or whatever it might be. Um, but yeah, but yeah, talking about that, yeah, the, the United game. Um, I, showed, I showed you earlier, Mark, isn't it? The, um, literally the amount of seats that are available for that, I've never seen anything like it. I know it's a midweek game, but it's, 
Yeah, there's like literally thousands of seats empty. Did you hover it's, over uh, any of the blocks where you see how many seats are available on each block? And it yeah, was like 172. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, I could, yeah, I could bring... I could bring the extended family down if uh, and, like, you could have a little. Have we a, could get, a, we could get a whole block. We could all go down there. It's yeah. it's funny, like looking at the uh, social media. Loads of people. Some people are saying, "Yeah, fuck it. We need to protest with our feet." I can kind of align myself with that, but you know, I mean, I don't I don't pay for a season ticket. But other people are saying, "Fuck that. I ain't a plastic supporter. I'll go and support the guys." You know come rain, sleet or shine, do you know what I mean? That's what it means to be a supporter. And again, I can kind of get on board with that, really. It's each to their own, isn't it? It's, yeah, coming, move, moving on. I mean, Levy came out and did a meeting, uh, did an interview with the Cambridge University shizzle last week. I've only watched a bit of it. I haven't watched all of it. Bones, you was watching it earlier. Yeah, I, I watched it. Um, nothing too controversial. Uh, controversial. Um, but yeah, it's... You listen to it, and I, th- I think Daniel Levy, he's a smart fella. Um, I think he believes in, like, you listen to it, and he believes in running the club in a sustainable way. And he does point out from, like, where he took us over to where we are now. I mean, can you remember the days back with, like, sugar and stuff like that, fighting off 12 points, deductions and stuff like that? So he has massively stabilised the club. Um, it was a bit... It was a bit like you'd expect Daniel Levy to be great at PR, great at holding himself, saying the right things. Um, and he did. And I think in it, he comes across well. He comes across as being sensible. and He wants to be pragmatic and do things in a sustainable way, both on and off the pitch. Um, and he does, he does sort of say it's a balancing act, like with regards to how much... The, how much the season tickets are to how much they invest in the squad to how profitable they are and it is a balancing act um, but I watching it I thought he came over well um, and I think most people if you did watch it you'd think yeah it, I didn't expect anything too different from what he's come out with but You'd go, ah, oh, yeah, well, maybe, maybe he has got a point. Do you know what I mean? What was it in aid of? I know, like, uh, I saw some snippets, but what was it for? Was it just a business talk? No, because he he was a, he went to Cambridge University when he was younger, and they invited oh. him there to they do oh, okay like they invite people in. So he went in and just sat down and gave a talk. So he didn't instigate it then, just for PR then, because of the pressure uh, he's under at the moment. Um, no, you I don't you wasn't getting he, that vibe. I wasn't getting that. I, I, I got the, <laughs> I got the impression. Um, what did he say that? Yeah, apparently that Oxford had invited him. Maybe he did do it for PR because apparently Oxford invited him, and he went, "Well, I better come here to do it." Because he obviously he's, he went to Cambridge. Um, but no, it the 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 geezer's savvy. Um, you think like all these clubs. Um, multiple club owners I didn't I didn't even realize you know when Enoch took over us Enoch owned like six or seven clubs throughout Europe yeah they had little like ones yeah yeah I remember and that. um and yeah so he, he he I think he's leaped I think he's leaps and bounds financially and where he wants the club to go um 
because now you see it everywhere, like multiple club ownership throughout the world. Um, but yeah, UEFA said, no, you know, you can't do that. So they had to sell, sell them all and Enoch kept Tottenham. Um, but yeah, no, it's an interesting watch. I think it's only like 45 minutes an hour long. Um, and he never really gets into anything too like juicy. Do you know, there's no gossip or tidbits. He's very professional. So I, I think the one, I don't know if you thought this, Luke, but the one thing that got me thinking, and it's relevant to later on in the pod, but he kind of shut down when he was asked about Poch's book. Yeah. Like, yeah, someone was like, um, did the decline sort of start when that book came out because it had current players in and all that sort of stuff? And he was just kind of like, well, we didn't stop him and it was his decision and we just didn't stop him. And it was just kind of like, I think that might be a, a sore point for uh, for what we're probably going to talk about later. Uh, uh, what is it? He but just to go now. on the whole talk, like, he said he, he kind of implied that he didn't like the idea of it and it went badly and he, he should have not allowed it to happen, basically. Um, but yeah, like the, I think that a lot of people are, are concerned about is in the crowd. Fucking, there were Arsenal supporters like asking him what he thought of Tottenham and shit. And I think we would just like a bit of clarity from him. Like if he spoke to Spurs fans in a similar sort of way, it would turn nasty probably. But if you can sort of if you sort of address the fans in a in a in the in a similar way. Uh, probably people wouldn't have such a problem with it, but it just just came out of nowhere, and he just kind of answered questions about Kane and 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 things that we probably need to hear from him because it probably mean people would be less vitriolic towards him. I think. I mean, he did. He did. There were Tottenham fans in the crowd asking him questions. A couple of them said, "Yeah, I'm a season ticket holder." Blah blah blah. Um, they mentioned like the lack of trophies, and and it was very like. Obviously, he's got. He must have it all prepared. If when he gets asked these questions, what's his response? So they were very short and sharp answers. Not didn't really expand, um, which you'd expect from any from any business owner. They're not going to go, ah, oh, fucking hell. Do you know what I mean? Like, nah, fuck that. We're not signing any new players because we want to keep all the money. Fucking money. Yeah. <laughs> so. Do you know what I mean? I, I didn't expect any... I didn't get more than I expected, but I didn't get less than I expected. Bonesy, on that, right, Your one of your unpopular opinions last week was that you want to give him another couple of years, like you to turn it, to, to, to fully realise his vision at Spurs. Um, are you still on that? Are you still on that bandwagon? I say it's bandwagon. You're the, you're the only one on it. There's no one else on it. So it's just, are you still on that wagon? Are you still on that train of thought? It's a fucking unicycle. <laughs> um, do you know what? I think I, think I am. Um, because apparently there's, there's new financial fair play um, rules coming in. I think he does, from where he's taken us, like took us over to where we are now, I think all the infrastructure barring the players is there. Yeah, he has made some shit decisions regards to signings, players. So he could probably do with getting some better um, scouts. Um, but oh, I've lost my train of thought there. Um, Jump I, back on the I, wagon. I think I, 
I would give him uh, an extra couple of years. Because, and now this is what I'm going to say because you look at the history of while when he's been there, when we've had periods like bad periods, then he is looked to act. He's looked to act. It's always when we're going along nice where he goes, uh, do you know, I, I don't want to risk anything else. But when shit is going downhill, that's when he acts. So I think you might, because of the result, and if there are any protests and stuff like that, you might see him act and put a bit more investment into the actual squad. You reckon he's going to dilute some more shares like he did last year and, and pull out another 150 million out, out of his ass? <laughs> Uh, I would, I would love uh, it, Bonesy, right? I'd love it, right? You know where they've got the big Levy out, Enoch out banner, right? I'd love it if you got a Levy in, Enoch in banner and stood right next to him with it. I just, I just I started, 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 just start a new movement, Enoch in. That's where blood in the streets would happen, man. That's where the violence would come from. <laughs> that is where the violence would come from. It'd be civil war inside the stadium, man. Enoch in versus Enoch out, man. That is some hokey I mean, pokey that I don't want to be a part of. <laughs> On that point, though, sorry, Bonesy convinced me, right? He, when he made the argument last week about the league getting another couple of years, 100%, he made sense. And yeah, I back it. Yeah, yeah I did. It was a reasoned argument. It was. You, it was. You, you compare us to the clubs that we're in and around. City have got unlimited financial power. So have pretty much Newcastle now, or they're going to be starting to exploit that. You look at United, they're historically the biggest club in the world. You've got Liverpool historically. They've got, they put a hell of a lot of money in. And you can see what's happening with Liverpool where the owners are thought, fucking hell, we can't see, we can't keep spending this. And they've held some money back. But they've, they've won trophies. And, and the only reason they haven't won a plethora of trophies is because City have pipped them to the post by a point here and there. Yeah. And a few cup finals and a Champions League final or a couple of Champions League finals that they've lost to Real Madrid. They've been pipped like at the, at the last hurdle. And, and if it wasn't for just that, you know, that them fine margins on the day of the actual of the, the games, it would be it would be a plethora of, of it would be a period of Liverpool domination in the last five or six years. It would have been. But but don't you remember Liverpool a few years back before Klopp turned it around and got it right? All them fans, there was protest. They would get get the fucking American owners out. They were going. They were all for getting rid of the ball. And yeah, I imagine the share price started dropping. They were lo- they started to lose money. I thought we can't fucking lose money. We're gonna have to invest. We're gonna have to do something about this. And then a couple of seasons later, they're fucking winning leagues and Champions Leagues. I think I, I think, think some- I think your point is right. Yeah, I think your point is valid, and I, and you've made a good argument. But you have to see some direction on the pitch, man. You have to see something. And there's one thing of just, you know, kind of going through the motions and, you know, we're building slowly. We're trying to we're trying to promote youth. We're trying to buy young players and develop them. You know, we've done that in the past. But now it's like we, we look fucking rudderless, man. And, you know, what we saw at the weekend is a culmination of poor decision-making over the period of, like, fucking five or six years as you point out another great point you point point out is potch laid leave you the golden egg in that he didn't have to invest heavily in the squad he turned what he already had into a fucking a, you know a world-class side you know the 
the, the, the you know the the glory of Europe for a fucking a couple of years. You know, in the Champions League, we were telling teams over. We got to the final, probably a bit more luckier than than you know we like to admit. But he did lay in that golden egg, and he didn't invest adequately during that period for what for whatever reason. Yeah, the stadium, whatever. But you know. The recruitment since then has been shit. And the people he's hired for the recruitment, the development of the youth has been shit. The managers that he's brought in, poor choices because they weren't the right fit for the club at that time. He's just seen Jose Mourinho and thought, he's the winner. He'll turn... I still believe in that bunch of shit squad, even though Poch has told me they're they're a bunch of wankers and the cycle's ended. I think I think Jose Mourinho is going to get them back in in a, in a title race again. And I think he just keeps making these these poor decisions. And he's not using football people who understand football on an advisory level. He's using people like Paratici and fucking all these, who's that silly cunt who don't like the transfer window, but was also the guy that did all the transfers. Hitchin, that's the one. Hitchin. There's there's a a, a, a calamity of errors just uh, here. I mean, I've always been an advocate of Levy's man, but yeah, now it's just, yeah, I don't, I don't see how I can, I can give him any kudos anymore, man. But this is back I mean, in Moses' point, right? Is that it, from these points of our fucking lowest moments is when he does pull a rabbit out of the bag and when he's forced to act, this is when I, sometimes he gets it right. I mean, not I think, by design and not by choice. I, I think we're definitely in the one step back phase. Like he has tried to get managers to get what he can, get what they can out of an aging squad. Because you, you remember under Poch, we had like one of the youngest, if not the youngest um, starting 11 or squad in the Premier League. And we used to like just run and run and run. And as that squad's got older, they can't run as much. So that might be a time where he's looked to get managers that do play more defensively. So that's not exposed. But again, over the 20 odd years that Levy's been in charge... We've had, we've always taken two or three steps forward, a step back, two steps back, but we've always made progress. So we might just be taking a step back now. And it might be that next season that um, we've got to say, what, what do we want? Are we going to have to go, look, we're going to have to just cash in on Kane, buy some decent young players half a dozen like we did with the bow money and then wait for a couple of years for them to come to fruition. That, uh, uh, that might be the case, Bones. I'm going to have to just cut in there. Sorry, mate, just because we've only got a minute left of, of this half. Uh, but yeah, your point's valid. We'll pick it up in the second half along with, uh, let's talk about Nagelsmann. There's some stuff, you know, apparently Poch is all but going to Chelsea. Uh, there's there's a bunch of other stuff that we're going to cover in the second half. But before we go, I'd like to ask you guys, in the halftime period, can you use the time to come up with a tabloid headline for what you would, if you was an editor of a tabloid paper, what would your headline for the game be at the week that we just watched against Newcastle? I want to, I want to hear that you, what your your tabloid, ironic, whatever, whatever, whatever way you want to take it, take it that way. But I mean, yeah, you got, you got, you got about, you got about five minutes to come up with something, and I'll see you in the second half. North London is ours. Hello and welcome back to part two of episode 33 of Coys in the Hood. Um, we kind of tailed off there, like, it, yeah, we were talking about Daniel Levy and Lucas 
saying that you know do you do you believe that i know i know it was an unpopular opinion but do you believe that that is the is the is the way to go just on the back of what you were saying just 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 wrap it up a little bit so we can kind of move on a little bit uh, yeah i mean uh, we could don't get me wrong like what what football what football fan if a massive um, Saudi prince came in and went oh I want to buy your football club every fan's eyes would fucking light up do you know what I mean at the investment because money investment in players and salaries and stuff like that as City and other clubs at Chelsea as other clubs have proved that gets you titles and that gets you trophies but it, he did say in his interview like about the sustainability of football clubs. Look what look what's happened at Chelsea. Like they had Abramovich and they were stable like within his realm. But look look where they are now. They're like they're I don't think that Bowley knows what he's doing. Um so all right, we we the game is about glory and winning trophies and that. But I mean yeah, again, I'll just go back to where he, where we were when he started and where we are now. Um, I'd, I'd like to see what happens once we get a couple more years of revenue, like from the money missed out on COVID. And yeah, just see, see where it goes. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know, I know I said it, we're fifth in the table and we're fucking moaning. No, uh, yeah, I mean, that, I mean that, that's that's a that's a that's a conversation, <laughs> that's a conversation for another time. But what I will say, Luke, what I will say in in going back a year or so ago, maybe it might have been before concert, I was talking to somebody at work, and they were ranting and raving about Daniel Levy, like he's a cunt and he's a, he's just he, he's fucked this club up and blah blah blah. And I was just like, yeah, I don't I don't see that. I don't see that. I can understand why people are frustrated with with him and his decisions and you know, because you know, essentially we give a fuck about is the money that's being spent on players and, and development and the management and stuff. But if after all this horrendousness, right? This is what I said a year ago, this is not what I think now. If after all everything that we've been through, watching and suffered, if we then went on to win a league and a Champions League and a couple of cups like Liverpool have done over the course of like three or four seasons, everyone would be fucking singing his singing his praises. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was tough and he's dragged us through the dirt, but in that in that, in that dirt, he's produced a brand spanking glittery stadium, a great training facility, the best in in Europe, and and we've got now we've got trophies in our cabinet. Right? It's, it's this is this is what I felt last year, or it was just for Conte, but now the way it's f- the wheels have fallen off in the, the most. I can't even. I can't even put it into words. I literally don't have any words for what I, what I saw at the weekend, and what it's been building up. It's been coming. That, that's the worst part about it. It's been coming. That that result has been on the cards for fucking ages. It was only a matter of time before somebody properly opened us up and exposed how shit some of them players are. Their championship level, like Conte, in my opinion, and you know all the all the all the supporters that were fucking. Conte out, Conte out, he's a cunt, he's a dinosaur, he doesn't know what he's doing, he doesn't care about the club, he's disrespecting the club. He got the, he got something else out of them players. They were dead before he got there. Like the, the Ben Davis, Derek Dyers, everyone was talking about them being moved on, definitely, how they've got no future at the club. But then he got a little bit of sank out of them and we got Champions League football out of nowhere. We were nowhere near getting cha- We were in a similar position to this last season and we got Champions League football. Do you know what I mean? And, and Conte for me was never the problem. It was never the problem. It was the recruitment, the, the, just the, how the club's been run. It's, it's just a joke. But 
look, it's it's probably time to move on to something a bit more positive. And you touched on, uh, we touched on, I think we touched on Nagelsmann earlier. There's been a lot of talk saying, yeah, he's not going to want to come to Spurs now because there's a lot of hype from now, building up a bit of momentum saying that he's going to come. Uh, he's interested. He doesn't want to go to Chelsea. He's, he's interested in the Tottenham project. People now, after that result, are saying, oh, he's not going to want it now. But I don't, I don't see it like that. I see it in that it's a win-win situation for any manager to come to, to come to a club like Spurs. You're going to get probably some of the highest wages in Europe, probably going to get 20 million a year in wages. He's probably going to be out there, if he does come, he's probably going to be able to negotiate a decent kind of package in, in transfers and, and wages. And if he makes it work, he's a fucking hero. And if he doesn't, he's going to get a fat payoff. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a win-win, yeah. isn't it? Do you know what I mean? But what what do you make of Nagelsmann, Rav? Are you are you, are you thinking this is this is the right move still? Do you look at that squad and think he can do something with that? I I feel like yeah. I mean, obviously he'd have to change loads. Um, I think we actually need to start getting these players out. Um, but I think honestly, I, I can't really see anyone else placating the fans really. Uh, company will some people want a young and upcoming manager but company doesn't do it for most people and I don't think he'd leave Burnley as we said last week um, so really yeah I think I don't honest thoughts like he could either be a Ten Hag or he could be like a De Boer or whoever that like that Palace manager was I think he's got to be Nagelsmann we're, we're, I think we're kind of screwed without him I think we we return to mid-table without him and I think uh I think he could coach the players a bit like Conte did in terms of for a bit if we didn't change the squad. And he might make Basuma a bit better. He might make uh, Richarlison be a bit better. But ultimately, we need to rip it up and start it, start again and build the exact team he wants. And I think the, the positive that we have is I think he was a boyhood Bayern fan and it was his dream job. And the fact he's been sacked from there means that kind of Real Madrid, maybe he might wait for. I don't, I don't know what their situation is, but he has to kind of feel, probably prove himself again. And I think if he could take us to, to you know, to the top, then we've, we've he's won. Yeah, as you said, like he's shown that he's a great manager and he could probably go back to buying around Madrid. So yeah, it's, I think it's got to be him really. That's my opinion. I think, I don't really see how anyone else would, yeah, anyone would be happy with anyone else. But he, he actually did all right at, at, at Bayern Munich. His record's really good. It's just that he didn't get on with the the Oliver Kahn's of this world. And I don't see how anyone really gets on with it. How can you get on with Oliver Kahn? Like? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The geese is, I mean, I, there was a good highlight reel on, on a little on, on the other day. <laughs> yeah. And he just started, he just like, he used to jump, run out of his box and start karate chopping people and shit and just doing mad shit. But he did it to his own defenders as well. Just start beefing them for no reason. Yeah, he, he's a he's a, he's a tit man. Like he's a tit. Um, Terence, like we, you ain't been on for a, a few weeks, so I just wanted to get your take on the management position. Like, obviously, you know, it's probably not going to happen this season. But who's your who's your favourite to take? Who 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 would you your preference be? Yeah, I think I, I think at the moment, yeah, Nagelsmann. But again, I think I was on a similar thing when after that Newcastle game. He much to watch that and thought, what the fuck am I going into? Because it's not just losing the game in that fashion. It's the whole thing. What's happened over the last, say, six months, year. Like, so him coming in there, whether he's waiting for Real Madrid, whether that happened. But, um, yeah, 
he's he's the one I think I'd want, but I'm very sort of yeah. I don't know whether that will happen now. So I don't know who we're going to get fucking lumbered with. And I think that's the big for Levy. I think landing a manager is the only thing that's going to get him out of the shit short term. Um, and if we don't get Nagel, because I think that's probably obviously Poch. He's he's out the window. Whether he's going Chelsea or not, but it looks like that way. Um, yeah, Nagelsmann's the only one I can see that really will. Yeah, anyone else won't be good enough for a lot of people. Just want to touch on that Poch thing. Like while we're, we're on the subject, I, 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 I'll, I'll stay with you, Terence. Mm. How do you feel about that? Like, what will that change in in regards to that, you know he's how he's looked upon? Uh, Sifter put it quite aptly last week. You know, we look upon his period with the rose tinted glasses that it deserved, and I thought that was perfectly put. Um, how, how does that change things if if he goes to Chelsea though? Uh, it's hard to I mean I don't like it but I think it's like from what we've seen it's like we've just kept him at arm's length basically saying right stay there um, we're, we're call upon you if we if we're that desperate and he's like according to media has been sort of on it doing these things saying oh yeah walking his dogs in Enfield all this bollocks and um, and then now we're sort of pushing him away so it's like outside, outside the training complex he's literally walking yeah. his dog down the fucking Ballsmore Lane or wherever the fuck it is. Uh, like. <laughs> uh, so he's, so he's, do, he's doing all that. And now we've, again, you don't know the ins and outs, but now it looks like we've sort of fucked him off. And now he's obviously going to Chelsea. So can you blame him? No. Do, you, do I like it? No. But like I say, he'll probably flop and we want him back in about 12 months. So, um, yeah. It's the only way he gets the job, in it, to be the next Chelsea manager? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we, we get him back. How about you, uh, so, sorry, Terence. How about you, Jay? Is, what What is your feeling with that? How does that sully your kind of memory and your relationship to his memory? Yeah, it won't be nice to see that, and uh, it won't be nice to see all the Chelsea managers we've had do fuck all with us, and for one of our greatest to go over there and probably win stuff. So yeah, that's no good. And he's going. He's going there to win stuff, isn't he? Like he's not going there yeah, to fucking 100. just steady the ship. He's going there to take that, them on to the next the, level. Where they are. Because of, it's not Abramovich anymore, and where they are and what they're doing, uh, yeah, it's a good fit, right? It makes sense. So I can't begrudge the geezer. And he, like, yeah, he's been walking his dogs, waiting for the call, hanging around. Just going, oh, what did you call me? Huh. And so, what do you want him to do? Stay unemployed. But then, you know, it's it's that thing. He he, they hate us, right? I mean, we we kind of, you know, we dislike Chelsea. It's not the same relationship as Arsenal. I hate Chelsea. But it's not the same as Arsenal, is it? We no. dislike them, the cunts, you know. But, but it is. said it when he was manager that they're bigger rivals to us than them lot. So for but, him to then turn around and go to them. But for us, well, us, okay. I mean, there's for for me, it's 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 like if I was one of the Spurs supporters, was like, I want Pochin, I want Pochin, I'd be fucking, I, I wouldn't be able to deal with this. This this would be fucking blowing my mind. But because I don't want Poch, I'm kind of like, yeah, well, what? what, what he's got to reach, you know what I mean? So what the fuck? Yeah. Like he's got, he's got, he's got to bring some money in for him and his boys. So this is a good opportunity for him, and you know you can't begrudge him that. But if he wins a trophy with them, they that, that gives that gives Chelsea the ultimate fucking stick to beat us with, isn't it? The ultimate stick to beat us. It is. It's just like it's, and then he's 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 tied to them forever because he's won a trophy with them and he didn't with us. And, and it's it just sullies everything. It destroys everything that we, we have. And maybe it should, maybe it fucking should, because you know what? It was nice. 
and we did we won fuck all. So maybe it's time to bury that shit. We've none of us have been able to move none of us have been able to move on from Podge, have we? Let's be honest. In our heart of hearts, we're all like, Yeah, we all hop back to that time a bit too fondly. Maybe this is the fucking way we bury this shit. Yeah, but he's gonna be eyeing up he's He's going to be eyeing up Harry Kane now. He'll probably want to take him over. I think I saw a, p- a Photoshop picture earlier of Potch bringing on Kane, like Chelsea shot. And I was like, fucking hell, man. That would be the ultimate fucking kick in the bollocks. That would be. But Levy will say 500 million and say it in a woman's <laughs> voice. <laughs> he ain't going to be able to say that next year, now, is he? No. Uh, but the rate the managers are getting sacked at the moment, Potch might not be there next year. So, yeah, I um, guess I guess we'll see. What about you, Rev? How do you, how do you feel about Potch? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gutted. I mean, I kind of thought that with all this problem that Daniel Levy's having, that Potch would be the easy get out. He'd just bring him back in and everyone's singing his magic, you know, and yeah, we're, we're kind of in a better place. But now that Levy's letting him go, I actually think this might be the thing that makes people hate Levy a bit more. I think like some people are still a bit on the fence and they're like, he's trying his best. Conte was toxic, whatever. But not even to call Poch when we're in this much of a need is kind of just saying, yeah, fuck you, we don't want you. But don't you and... think that, uh, uh, sorry, sorry to cut in, uh, Guillaume Balagay uh, came out and said that there has been contact between Spurs and Poch, but there's been no offers on the table. So don't you think the Levy's just said, uh, do you want to manage us to the end of the season, uh, Mauricio? And he's like, all or nothing, baby, all or nothing. Show me the money, all or nothing. I don't want to end the season bullshit. I'm not Roy Hodgson. Give me, give me the job or suck a dick. Do you not think that, Rev? Yeah, I, I, I could see it. I mean, he, he, he kind of, yeah. I mean, he's been, as you said, he's been walking his dog around. He's been waiting to get the call. He's been, his assistant managers have been reading articles on Spurs and stuff like that. They've been probably waiting, and then suddenly Chelsea are available, and it's like, you know what? If if they're not going to give me a go, and I'm going somewhere where. This guy's Bowley's crazy, but he's going to back me. <laughs> he's going to buy loads of players that I want. Why would I not go there? Because uh, they they clearly don't want me. Um, he probably is like talking back the fan stuff now in his head as well. Um, like I, I think I read somewhere where Fabrizio Romano said that he regrets talking about Chelsea that way and hmm. doesn't really consider them as big a Spurs rival as Arsenal is, and he'd never go there. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just don't want to see it. And I, I think, I think you're right. I think actually, what you said is is probably for the long term betterment of Spurs, we need to stop pining over Poch when any, when anything goes wrong. And I think this might do it. But I, yeah, I'm gutted. I, I I really I wrapped my head around the idea of him coming back. I really it, did. It might be the closure that we've a lot of. I'm not saying everybody, I'm not even speaking of everybody here, but a lot of Spurs supporters, you know, have not moved on. And, you know, it was a, a great period in, in recent history for us. And this might be the closure that we need just to fucking say, you know what? He's actually just a fucking ruthless little mercenary like the rest of them cunts. He will go where the money is and he'll go where he's, bre- he's bread's buttered. So, and you can't begrudge him that because he's in the business to be a football manager and be a successful but football manager. Those guys that want Poch in, they're not going to. Um, get over it, right? So I think all of us here on the pod have all kind of agreed that Poch coming back isn't the way to go. Yeah, we can look back and love it, but it's still not the way to go. Those ones that want him in, he can go to Chelsea and win everything, and they'll still blame Levy and Conte Mourinho. That's not going to change. That's just a dickhead part of our fan base. Um, 
just trying to move into a more positive vibe. Uh, Spurs actually did win a trophy in the last week. The under-17s won the Premier League Cup. Um, yeah, it was 5-1, I think, the end, end result. But I think Nottingham Forest had two players sent off for just yeah. just like stupid things as well. I think the first guy got sent off for two yellows within the first like 20 minutes or 25 minutes. And the second guy, he just he just started, he, he lashed out, didn't he? He got sent off. And I think they were both in the first half. Um, I don't think we actually opened them up and started scoring freely until about 75, 80 minutes into the game. And then they just, the goals started going in. I don't know whether you watched the highlights. I, I posted them on the quiz in the group. But Rav, yeah. like... Is there anyone in that in that squad that we should be getting excited about? Um, yeah. Uh, so I I did a little deep dive and tried to find like who who were the hype names, and there's literally fuck all out there. Uh, so I think Luca Gunter, he's supposed to be a really good keeper, and I watched him in the highlights, and he made a couple of saves. But the the name that everyone was sort of hyping about was uh, Mikey Moore. Uh, and I don't know if you guys saw his goal where he kind of just dribbled past them. It was like a Ricky Villa type goal yeah. where he kind of just dribbled past their whole team. He's actually been awarded like training with the first team today. And I mean, he's 15 years old, but you got to think he's another... 15? He's like another divine where... You think, yeah, he's 15 years old. That's uh, a Another yeah. one that... Nah. He doesn't need to, boy, because he's training with Spurs. Um, he needs Jamie, to, boy. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Donnellan has just signed and, and started training with the first team as well. I think he's 18, but I think the rules are that 18 year old you can have a couple of 18-year-olds in the under-17s cup. But, yeah, mostly, like, I just, I just it's probably good to have uh, youngsters winning something because yeah, everyone knows that they probably won't in the future. Unfortunately, um, but yeah, I think that Mikey Moore, he's he's the one that everyone is raving about at the moment. So hopefully, he gets a, a bit of first team action, maybe on the bench on Thursday. Yeah, it'd be good to see some some youngsters coming through. I mean, if they are, I didn't realize they were that young when it said under seventeen. I thought they were like seventeen. Like, I didn't realize they were like six and seven. Um, yeah, uh, the other positives to I tell you what, that one thing I want to make a, make a point of before I forget. What was going on with Danny Rose at the weekend, man? Like he turned up to the fucking Sky Sports punditry just dressed like Postman Pat. What was all that? <laughs> he did, didn't he? What was it all yeah. about? But yeah, he's he was saying some 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 crazy things, like you know. And I, I'm not I don't want to I'm not trying to draw on his kind of where he is in his life, but he was saying that he don't watch. He, he hasn't watched any football this this year, or whether it's been this whole season. But he said he didn't watch the World Cup. He hasn't watched any football this year, and he uh, he, he thanked Eddie Howe for for making him fall in love with football again. Did you see any of that? Yeah, I saw that. Eddie Howe came to the to the pundit bit where they all sit on the side of the pitch and talk their shit about how crap Spurs are. Even you know, even if we win, they kind of go down that route. But yeah, Danny Rose just said, "Look, I haven't." He was kind of shaking when he was speaking. Like he was, whether it was nerves or whether he's smashed a few beers back, I don't know. But he was saying, "Oh, like, I just want to say, Eddie, like, you know, I haven't watched football for a long time. I've not been in a good place, and I didn't watch any of the World Cup. I purposely have distanced myself from football. But that today is, is, is reignited my my love for football, and I want to thank you for that." And well, it was after just, the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you not see any of this? Like he yeah, went, he went different. He went different after the game, man. I he saw was, him before the game, and he was all right. He, I thought, okay, he's coming off all right. But I didn't see after the game. 
And then Trips rolled up, and they and they were talking, and then he was going, as, as, you know, Trips come up and said, "Oh, you know, this is, you know, we've we played well. I'm really impressed by the, the, the attitude of the lads, and we want to get Champions League, all that bullshit." And as Trippier was walking away, then he was like, kind of just was like, "Oh, what are you, what are you doing after the game? Like, what are you gonna, what, what's that? And they were like, yeah, yeah. You, "You've got." A and then Mayweather was like, "You've got a job to do, like Danny. Like, don't don't worry about any of that. We've, we've got another hour to go yet, man." But yeah, it was quite funny. Like he didn't seem, he didn't seem all right. Did you not? Like he was on that? something. Yeah, it was like he was on something. Yeah, it was it, a bit and, weird. And he did. Yeah. He, he did. Sorry, mate. Yeah, go on, mate. No, go on, go on. No, I was gonna say he he didn't look well. He either looked like yeah, like you said, like he'd had a beer or something a little stronger than that, or he's on medication because he was shaky. He looked skinny and like gaunt in his face um and yeah he he didn't look well and the way he was talking it was like this geezer sounds like he hasn't been around people for a long time and he's just it's all got a bit too much for him being in and amongst it again because yeah like you said like you said he was very he was saying some stuff that you'd say to your mates or your friends like not in a professional setting. It was like lads having a chat. That's how it came across. And he, he you could tell the emotions started to get inside of him and he he was a bit shaky and so yeah, I think he I think he's probably probably been ill or he's on some sort of medication. So yeah, on, on that one, like going 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 on to the agenda talk that we we like to bring up like so there was an article saying Danny Rose says, I hope uh, Danny Rose, and I quote: "I hope Harry Kane gets his gets the move he deserves, gets the move he deserves." Right, and they put it in in, in quotes, right? But when you watch the, the footage, he says, <laughs> "Harry Kane deserves better," and I hope he gets it. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's not quite the same, is it? He's not. It, 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 he's saying he deserves better than this, and he should get. And he, sh- and he deserve. He, he should be getting better than this. He's not yeah. saying. He says nothing about a move. He says nothing about any of that. And Sky Sports headline was: Danny Rose, Harry Kane deserves a move. Deserves his move. So, so you're trying to article. tell me. You're trying to tell me that they didn't tell the truth. But what you're telling you know, me, Sky Sports <laughs> understands their own business. Yeah. I don't yeah. think you understand. I remember, maybe you missed that. We're, do, we're doing like, like, like we're just highlighting the agenda stuff against Spurs. Yeah. There's, there's tons of it, and we kind of, uh, yeah. But sorry, sorry he, Terence. He did. Didn't he, he did say he was a United <laughs> fan, though, didn't he? And he hopes he goes to United. Like I, I swear, he said. <laughs> yeah, he said I'm a United fan, and I, I hope he goes there. Like that's yeah. He, he also he also stuff. said watching that defending, I don't know how I'm unemployed. Yeah, uh, actually, it's funny. Um, was funny. So, so yeah, just before half time, I said uh, about creating a tabloid, like a kind of a comical tabloid headline. Uh, I don't know whether any of you guys bothered doing it. If you did, good, that'd be good to bring the bring the bring the uh, mood up a little bit. If you come up with anything half decent or. I'm gonna come to Bungie last. I have to because I just. Mm. <laughs> I, I, I've got I've got nothing. I've You've got actually nothing. got nothing. Nothing. Well, I've apart from nothing. what I sent on the chat straight after the game. Well, go on. See, see, like, did, did anyone else come up with anything? Oh, I didn't have my witty no. hat on. Uh, no, I like I like the match of the day on Facebook yeah. when they done it. It's a Tottenham have utterly humiliated Spurs at St James's Park. What about you? Yeah. What about you, Rav? Did you come up with anything? 
I just got like, let's talk about six, baby. That's all I really had. I've got like a Daily Star kind of headline, right? And I would, I would love to have seen this. Like, on it wouldn't have been on the Sun. It's a bit too risque for the Sun. But Daily, the, the, the Sunday Sport would definitely have run with this one. <laughs> Geordie lads deliver six-digit arse fist into Gimpy Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, that's a Sunday Sport. That's Sunday Sport. Yeah, yeah. Sunday Sport. Yeah, I just thought like, yeah, I thought. I, I just, Our just, younger viewers may not know what that is. Yeah, well, I, f- I feel like we might have some I new. Listen- I feel like we might have some new listeners this week because we've got some new ads and some new follows, and some people have been sliding into the DMs. Not in a not in a sexual way, in a in a nice way, giving us some giving us some kudos and stuff, isn't it? Rev, you don't know what the Sunday Sport is. Is he frozen? He's, he's frozen. He, I reckon he's gone to. He's paused well, it. After he's that, gone. Like. To, he's gone to buy a Sunday Sport. Yeah. He's going to find it. <laughs> No, I'm here. I'm here. You've never bought a Sunday Sport before? No, man. I think it was uh, abolished and cancelled before. So you're telling me you don't know who Lindsay Dormadek McKenzie is? No. You've never lived, mate. You've never lived. You've never lived. (laughs) That was a pastime of many a young boy. It was a teenage Um, boy's dream, man. Oh, mate. It was only about 20p as well, wasn't it? If that. Yeah. Proppence. Tim Benson and a, and a <laughs> copy of the Sunday Sport. Yeah, that was that was my Sunday morning stroll. <laughs> um, right. So I just want to come on to. I, I wasn't going to bring it up because I thought we're not going to get anywhere near talking about this because there's too much shit to talk about on here about Spurs. But yeah, fuck fuck all this noise. Like Arsenal are going to bottle it, isn't it? It looks like they're going to bottle it. What do you reckon? Tomorrow, what do you reckon? You reckon they, 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 they've dropped six points in the last three games, all winnable games? What do you reckon, Jay? Are they going to bother? Uh, I think City beat them tomorrow, and then City have still got a game in hand. So, yeah, but they're not going to bother, are they? Because the agenda will say, "What a two, great two game games team in hand, punching above their weight." Two games City in hand. Two... Even yeah, if yeah, after tomorrow, they've still got two games in hand. Oh, is it? Yeah, because they're playing each other, isn't it? Of course. Yeah. So then there, there you go. But no, they won't bottle it because the world won't let them say they bottled it. It will be, they're such a great young team and they're ahead of schedule and they've done so well. Plucky, good, bloody good Arsenal. Has oh, Ravi literally gone to buy the Sunday Sport because he's gone? He's gone. Not <laughs> the Daily Sport. Yeah. He's gone to buy the Sunday Sport, man. I follow I'm a group. Really buried under my bed. I follow a group on Instagram, right? It's just, it's just Daily Sport headlines and they're, <laughs> mate, they're so good. They're so good. I'll I'll send Ravi a link to the page. It, it, honestly, it's comedy. Uh, what do you reckon, Terence? You reckon they've bowled it? Um, obviously, the last few games, but I still reckon I've just got this fucking horrible fucking it, feeling yeah. that they still will. Because obviously, even I even think that obviously, even if City beat them tomorrow, I actually think whoever wins tomorrow probably won't win the league. I don't know. It's just one of the things that I think that. Yeah, I've just got this fucking sinking, horrible fucking... Who wins tomorrow death. doesn't win the league. Yeah, I reckon City will beat them, and then this gummy cunts will still go on. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not liking this feeling, but I'm trying to sort of put that to one side because I, yeah, the way... And the, the thing, obviously, the other day when Arsenal, when they drew three all, obviously, when you see the score of three all, you think, oh, they've dropped it. But actually, they... Obviously, I scored their last two in the last couple of minutes. 
they should have lost. This is fucked. It's fucked. But yeah, yeah. I don't. Wanna, I, I don't. They're still getting laughing at goals as well, aren't they? So they're still. They're yeah, it's still top of the league for a reason, play. isn't it? Yeah, Rav, why are you appearing no. twice on the screen? Like there's one. There's an empty <laughs> chair. There's an empty chair, and then that you're and then you're appearing from another timeline in, on the other screen. I don't know. Ravi's about the multiverse, man. Ravi, Ravi, the empty chair is today. The other one is he's gone back to 1995 to find the Sunday school. He's just, he's just Googled <laughs> Lindsay Dawn McKenzie. And he's seen her for uh, the first time, and he's and he's teleported back. <laughs> so you know, you know, them, you know, it's at the petrol stations. They've got, they've got them little flappy things that hold all the newspapers <laughs> in, and he's just he's fucking. He's just he's they're like it's like a fan. How, how quick they're coming up. Um, oh dear, yeah, I've lost my train of thought there. I'm going to go and buy um, a Daily Sport on the back of that, I think. Let's see, see. What, is, does, does, does it still exist? The again. Yeah, isn't it? He's just dipping in, in and out, isn't <laughs> it? It's like Dr. Strange, man. <laughs> Who do you think he is, man? Um, Bones, uh, did you reckon they've bottled it? Um, I don't think the league's over by uh, no. a long stretch of the margin. I mean, you could say if City win, then yeah, of course they're going to be favourites. But City have still got Champions League semi-final. They've still got the FA Cup final. They've, they're fighting on three fronts. So, And all Arsenal got is to concentrate on the league week in, week but out. City, have, they've hit their gear, innit? And they've got a yeah. squad to deal with it. And they know how to do it. Whereas they the Goons are... And so we watched the game the other day, didn't we, Bones? And they were still going and they were still plugging away. But, yeah. I don't think it's over. I think tomorrow, hopefully, City humiliate them and fucking demoralise them. But they're they'll probably beat with, them. They're struggling with that Saliba, isn't it? That's a massive miss to them. Um, they've got that fucking I don't even know his name. Like he's got sent off against us last year in the in that in the game. Holding, yeah, I mean, he, he's toilet man. He's so shit. Um, it just shows you in it like a, a couple of tweaks in the team can can change everything. Is is Rev disappeared again? He's he's I in think, the timeline, man. He's looking for Lindsay McKenzie's best years. I think he's gone, he's, mate. He's literally everything, everywhere, all at once, right now, isn't it? He, <laughs> he's in the next one. He's, he's got some sausage fingers. He's a lesbian. Oh <laughs> uh, god. Um. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got a bit of time. Like, we can talk about Man United, I guess. Like. What? Can I sorry? Can I go back to one thing about managers I want to say before? Right, Vincent right. Company. I don't rate Vincent Company. I think there's a big problem here, right? And many, many, many managers have done well going into the championship and bringing a team up, and then been exposed. Right? Scott Parker was revolutionary at fucking Fulham. Many managers have done it. I'm not saying Vincent Company is going to be a bad choice. I just think I don't know why people are hot for him because he's done well. He was shit at Bruges. He was shit at Bruges. And they flopped hard. They finished like sixth or some shit in a league where there's only one team and it's Bruges. I think the expectation so, yeah. for him at Burnley was to not get relegated out of the championship. I think that's the exactly. target that he, he was given. If he comes up and he does well, cool, I'll eat my hat. But I don't know why people are hot for company, man. Nagelsmann, yeah, he's the best name that's available. But yeah, uh, company was the one that I just don't understand why people are hot for company. He's done well, yeah, absolutely, and he's changed a team that was so Martinez affected with their Daesh, that, and he's flipped the whole script. So well done. But now let's see his fucking cards when they're in the Premier League, and now let's see what he is about. Terence. <laughs> yeah. 
How do you reckon Mason lines up against United? Uh, I reckon they'll probably, for the first first couple of minutes, they'll pay eight at the back um, just to make sure we don't go down. Um, yeah, I reckon he's going to... I reckon he'll switch back. He can't. He can't start. He can't do a four-three-three three again. He'll, he'll have to go back to normal. I think. Do you reckon um, he starts Larice? No, he said he was injured. No, yeah, yeah. The twins in it as the bollocks he came out because they interviewed at the end of the game, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, all, but, all the all the noise coming out of Spurs is that he refused to come on for the second half. Yeah, it's probably just if that's the case. Bit, yeah, but there's probably a big argument in the dressing room and then whether he refused to come off or not, yeah, obviously a decision was made whether that was Stellini or or Mason or whatever it is. But yeah, it was, good, it was a good thing. Something needed to happen. Obviously, when you let five goals in, you have to do that. So I reckon, I reckon it probably was Stellini say, actually, yeah, hang your gloves up for the this, this second half. Um, yeah, you're off. But yeah, I, I, would, I wouldn't play um, Larice, But obviously, you know... Mason is he wants to keep the keep the peace at some at times then he so he might just put him back in for shits and giggles. I don't know. I just I just want to point out that apparently Ben Davis and uh Longley are, are available for this game apparently. Um if you go by what you're seeing on the training and believe with the uh the Alistair Golds of this world. Um Rav, are you back? Is is this Rav or is this We just said Robbie left. Is this a is this a variant? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's up for you. It's up for you to decide. You just went and knocked one out, didn't you? Of Lindsay and Dawn McKenzie, like. I was just trying to find out what the daily port was. Yeah, and my internet just imploded. Uh, <laughs> he got too many to download. You, know? you can't. You can't use modern day fiber to download that. You need some dial up for that shit, man. That's the only way you're tapping into their old websites, man. Um, so, Rev, we're just saying, how do you think Mason's going to line up against United? We've got we've got a tiny little bit of time left. I'm just going to come around quickly. How do, how do you think he's going to line up against Man United? Um, well, I, I I was thought he'd go back to normal, but you said Davies is back. I, I could see us going with four at the back now that Davies can play left back because I think he'll just... Because what he did before was he kind of had one fullback staying back and the other one bombing forward, I think, um, which is what Jose was doing. And I think he favours that. So I could, I could see him doing that, to be fair. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it's just, I don't know. Is Emerson back? Did he, did it, did anyone say Emerson was back or is he? Is he's, he's his old man's tatting him out for Real Madrid this, uh, yesterday, wasn't he? Did you see, did you see oh, that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. He, he's on some bigger he, things now. But then he said, he said, yeah, my dad's entitled to his opinion, but I love Spurs and I'm going to stay at Spurs. And I was like, I'm there's it. some family beef there that's, so, but that's different, but um, but yeah, I think he's going to try and do something different because he's going to want to put his stamp on it. And I think I saw that the uh, Levy asked the player committee that I didn't know we had of <laughs> uh, of I think it's Dyer, Kane, uh, Hoiberg, and maybe Larice. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I saw that. And I, I, we've heard before when Conte was sat that they wanted they wanted to try something different. So I think. Mason's probably going to listen to what they want, and I, I reckon he could do a four at the back. I could see it. I, oh, I don't know, man. I, I don't think we should be doing a four at the back, man. I really don't. Not, 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 not how nervy. I mean, if we're going to put, yeah, ooh, it's, it's, I can't see that again, man. I can't, I can't watch anything like that again. That was disgusting. Like, there's children there, man. Like, they can't, they can't be, like, they can't be watching stuff like that, man. That's, that's horrendous. Yeah. Um, just, I'm just going to go around quickly and just ask everyone what they, how they think it's going to go. 
Jay, what do you reckon the scoreline is going to be on Thursday, Thursday night? No, uh, no. Bones? Uh, probably a 2-1 loss. Terrence? Yeah, I probably I reckon more of a three four one. I I think we it won't be as bad probably hopefully performance wise, but yeah, I, I don't think we win. Rev, uh, two two nil to the United. I think. Cool. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna say that United are also on the ropes. They're not scoring quite as freely as as they were previous to their cup final win and I'm going to say we're going to win I think Ooh, there's going to be a, I, I think there's going to be a bit boy. of a, I think there's going to be a bit of a resurgence in in effort and and running and commitment on the pitch and I think they'll want to do it for, for, for Mason I think they'll want to do it for him uh, I don't think the quality is going to be a lot better but I think I think I think it's hard, you know, because if, if they come out to the stadium and there's, there's fucking 20,000 empty seats, that's going to, you know, it's going to be, it's gonna, but I, I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it on the line and say, I think we're going to beat them 2-1. They're not scoring freely, but is this the, is this, is this the day that, you know, Weghorst is just going to fucking just hit the net of everything he touches, you know what I mean? You know uh, Brian did drag them all the way the other day, didn't they? Yesterday. Yeah, yeah, they were quite, they were fortunate, you know. They were, they were quite fortunate, and they and they have been fortunate in a lot of their recent results since that since that cup final. They've not been they've not yeah. been at the races at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it's it's gone really quick. Uh, this this episode, it's just just flown by really. So there was other things probably we could have gone a bit deeper on, but you know, do we really want to relive all that shit again? I guess we, as they say, we we move on and on to the next game and yeah, the next manager, and we just do yeah. We, we see how it pans out, and it? it's only a few games left, and I guess the season can't end and soon enough, really. I guess we could just cling on to the hope that fucking Arsenal capitulate, which they look like they might be. Fuck the goons. And that as well. <laughs> um, so, yeah, cheers, guys, for coming on. And, yeah, sorry, yeah, making you relive all that shit again. But, you know what? It might be all right. It might be all right. This It might end quite nicely. We might get Nagelsmann. Arsenal might capitulate. It all might end up might come up smelling roses at the end of the season in one way or the other so yeah if if you've listened this far into the pod cheers for listening um, as I said before we're on Twitter we're on Facebook we're on Instagram Quays in the Hood come and show us some love tell people about the pod um, yeah come in you Spurs fucking A <laughs>